Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. The Limos and Roses podcast fully supports the LGBT community. Any reference to a bachelor or bachelorette's sexual preference is merely conjecture based off of observations. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. Savory Whiskey Cavalier, Colton Films, another vid diary podcast that you all know and love. The recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that cover season 23 of The Bachelor. Thank you so much for joining us. You may or may not know that this show began with our own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled Limos and Roses. On this podcast, I am joined by my husband. Jet! And our buddy. Brace! And I am your host and moderator, Chelsea. So, I have three words to introduce this episode. No. Chris. Harrison. There is a montage. Confused Colton. Airplane hangers. Lies. Kirpa says fuck. Kaylin says shit. Then back to the future three train comes by. More confusion. Followed by Whiskey Cavalier. Then there is a vid diary. Do we have commentary on that? His vid diary. I was just wondering if he's getting a bump like a, a cameraman pay. Because he's doing half their work for him this season. When I noticed that there was no Chris Harrison... I thought three things. I am upset. I said three things. Frace is upset. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was very upset not to see Chris Harrison. You guys know my love of Chris Harrison. Absolutely. But here's what we did have. A lot of drama. He said it's by far the biggest week. And you're thinking, isn't every subsequent week the biggest week just inherently? He was all excited to get back to Denver because, you know, they keep hitting it. They keep hitting us with this, he's a family man, he's a family man, he's a family man. And we're like, yeah, we get it. He likes his family. And when we get to his family, I'm going to be like, I can tell you a million reasons why you would like that family. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, God, and is it going to be because of what they're wearing? It might be, Jeff. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> neither of you have brought up the fact. Ben Higgins. Oh, we're about to get there. I'm, I'm ready to go. Great. I already passed. Okay, cool. Care. So, this bromance begins with Colton and Ben Higgins, and all I can say about it is, why is he talking about a relationship into the future? Go. They're drinking water at a bar, which, first of all, I find awful. Huh. But two beers there, even if they're not drinking it, it's like, I don't like to see two guys talking at a bar drinking water. Yes. It's yes. not real. Well, there was no bartender there. It's not real at all. There was no other human in there. It, was, it looked like it was a set. I'll tell you what was real. The way that Colton looked at Ben like he wanted to f I wrote, yeah. I, my only comment that I just glazed over was that I was going to say, is he going to propose to Ben right now? I honestly thought he was going to, he's like, he's talking about getting down on one knee and making sure, and I was like, get down on the knee right now, bro. I think he might get down on two knees. There well, we go. So Tasha gets a one-on-one. -on -one. Here we go. So we see Colton's sweet old dog as we head into the date, date breakdown. Break what was the dog's name? Sniper. Yep. Oh. Yeah, dude. Date. I got it in one shot. <laughs> there you go. Um, date number one. 
Let's mosey around Denver. This is the one-on-one -on -one date with Tasha because there's no card, Poindexter. What gives? You know, they're getting down to hometowns. Like, it's getting serious. They have to watch Colton walk away hand-in-hand -hand with, with Tasha and the dog. And the dog adds a little weight to it, I think. Oh, sure. Anyways, here's how you fall in love. You eat oysters, you eat ice cream, you play with dogs, you drink champagne. Yep. Yeah. Down on one knee. Yeah. They did the ice cream thing. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that he ordered the salted maple pecan. And on a related note, Colton just celebrated his 70th birthday. Um, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. That sounded delicious. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you. I would put you in that category. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people let dogs eat their food and then continue eating? Why would you let a living thing that eats shit, actual fecal matter, lick what you're eating, and then you lick it right after and go, oh, I love this little thing? They say a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's. You That's what they say that? so they can defend themselves so they can eat the ice cream afterwards. That's what humans say, and dogs say, we just ate shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You dumbass humans. Exactly. Is this how my dog talks? I think it is. Sniper is not licking from any human ice cream cone, guys. Sniper has his own ice cream cone because he's a dog in Denver, and Denver's very cool and makes doggy ice cream cones. That would be something that Denver would come up with. In this rando mall food court place, Tasha actually reminds me of Rachel Lindsay, who talks more sh and I like it. Yeah, listen, I always loved Rachel, and I and I like Tasha as well. But I did say that it would be so strange to, like, try to get info out of someone you're dating about the other people you're dating. You know what I mean? This is competition mm -hmm. at its best. They're on the ropes. It is not at its best. They're, no, what I'm saying is, <laughs> in a moment like this, all bets are off, people will say anything they can, they'll resort to manipulation tactics, they'll say anything, and if you'll notice, they're not talking bad. They, when they were still on the show, they weren't talking bad about Bama and HBK has been kissed. They weren't. They were talking bad about who? The front runners. Cassie and Kaylin. Those are the two they're talking bad about. And why? Because they're the biggest threat. And what do they keep doing? They keep referencing girls who aren't there to defend the comments. It's classic Bachelor. We've seen it before. So this is the first episode that I noticed where Cassie starts to look hella dumb, guys. She starts to say things that are not in her normal vernacular. She's scared. She's terrified. Mm -hmm. She realizes, oh crap, I'm about to get engaged mm -hmm. because I'm the front runner. And someone else is talking about me. Someone knows my MO, which is to be a serial Instagram influencer for the next five years. Tasha says, I'm sorry, there are some people here that are not here for the right reasons. And then we get to night cooking? Not yet, because Colton takes a shit in the alley. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, Colton took a poop. Oh, is that what happened? Colton took a poop. Well, good thing Sniper's around to clean it up. <laughs> Listen. That's good, Jet. Well done. <laughs> I will tell you what happens. All these girls are sitting around talking, and they're trying to evaluate the positives over the course of a few weeks during the filming of this show, and some of those positives are, in fact, if you lose, you could be the next Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And the hottest, most popular girl, the second she says that, everybody goes, I'm going to tell Colton she said that. And I'm like, well, that's just a fact. 
So we move on to the night portion of this date. There's family talk, they're cooking. This is all producer driven, but it's nice. I thought it was really odd that we're, they were in his actual apartment, which is it's like an actual date. And I was like, wait, I'm watching real dating now? I mean, okay, that's good, you know, good for him. It was, it was a good date. I am a Tay fan. I like me some Tasha World. Uh, you know, whatever. I, I don't like when she starts throwing people under the bus, but whatever. It is what it is. Then she gets the rose. She gets the first hometown. And it's kind of cute because Colton says, meeting the parents. Yes. And it's like, it's a kind of a really like cute moment. I felt like that was a real moment where it was just like, whew, I'm actually going to take someone to, to meet my family. You think that's relief? I would think it's the opposite, actually. I would think, oh, shit. I have to go meet her parents, and I'm dumping her ass after that. Colton says that he's falling in love with her. Well, listen, if somebody has an Underwood jersey on and your last name is Underwood, yeah. Yeah, but whose wood has he been under? Date number two, meet me in the Rockies. This is the one-on-one -on -one with Kaylin. I'm going in. You know what we haven't seen in a while? is a jump wrap hug. And guess what he got? <gasps> a jump wrap hug. Full Becca? Full Becca. And of course he was waiting on a mountaintop Rocky Four style. Mm-hmm. And then Drago! He... Drago! <laughs> and then they're snowboarding. And I said, she's never been on a board in her life, uh, which is fine. She's just so hot. I was looking at her, and I just said, I was like, I would look, she would be talking to me so dearly, because she knows that I'm the guy, I'm the only guy that she has to impress. And I would just stare at her and go, I'm sorry, Kaylin. I have to admit, I just wasn't listening to a f***ing thing you were saying. You're well, so this hot. is what I keep saying. And she actually had a moment earlier where I was like, she is the epitome of a pageant winner. In my opinion, I was watching this date and I was like, garbage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a garbage date, in my opinion. It was. Then I started writing things like, okay, so someone's lying. We get right down to the nitty gritty of this. Mm -hmm. Kaylin says that Tasha has fabricated this whole thing. In my mind... And in my heart, I think Kaylin is lying. I do. Okay. I love Loveland Ski Area. And I love Ptarmigan Roost, which is where they sit and have this very serious conversation. Ptarmigan Roost, Green Chili is where it's at. If oh, that know. was the place. Yes, Jet and I have been there. Did you guys fall in love in Loveland? Well, I mean, it's... I definitely impossible fell. to not. You fell full yard, yard sale. <laughs> Full ski, ski, pole, pole hat. You get a ski. Yeah. You get a pole. Basically, Jet was the Oprah the of Loveland ski area. Nice. It was so much fun. It was the best. And at the very top, they have the ptarmigan roost. Uh, I love this serious ptarmigan roost conversation because it has no tears. And it has Kaylin not denying saying that she could be the next Bachelorette. So... I don't necessarily think that Tasha and Kirpa are against them. I think they actually, and Katie, I think they actually overheard this conversation happening. Oh, like overheard it. But you don't hear anybody saying overheard. By overheard, I mean they were sitting on the couch across from them. I think it was just something that the producers chose to take out because one of those two girls wins the whole f***ing thing. Well, this is conjecture. And that's what I think. I agree. Uh, things do take a turn because Kaylin does have words with the camera that are very telling and obvious as to who she is. She says, I'm the only one in this house falling in love with Colton, so f*** her. She also says, 
I better get a rose because I will call that stupid bitch out. I didn't like it. I didn't either. Uh, so we move into the night portion. Kaylin is blindsided. And I believe that Colton's confusion tears are very, very real. He has no idea what to do. He's trying desperately to find out who is in fact lying. She throws out a last ditch love bomb, which is strategic. I'm not surprised she's going to hometowns. Yep. That's all I have to say about the night portion. Yeah, all I had to say was, Red Rocks, I've been there. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, this show has single-handedly destroyed the term relationship. It just completely devalues it. And uh, yeah. yeah, lastly, I just wrote up, can we please hurry to hometown so that we actually have something to talk about? This is garbage. <laughs> um, once he actually tells her he's falling in love with her, she tears up and you can see it. Mm-hmm. And then he said, well, now that I've said that, I just want you to meet this friend of mine who you've never heard of. Yeah. He sing a song. I'm so sorry. I'm going to introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, a performer you've never heard of. But guess what he does have? In-ears. And a band? And a good voice. I still don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Brett Young. You is know who it? he is? Is that it? I, no, I don't know who he is. Well, you're good with names. You yeah, Brett Young. You, need, you even knew, like, Sniper. Moving on to date number three. Home is where the heart is. This is the one-on-one date with Hannah B. There's also a cutaway that happens. Kaylin says she was blindsided about the fact that Tasha said that she is not here for the right reasons. And they have a confrontation. And I wrote, Tasha is not scared in the least. The aside Kaylin commentary is, that bitch. I thought Tasha and I were friends. And I think that someone who says the words, that bitch, to a camera and means it, is also not allowed to say that she really doesn't like confrontation. During all this garbage, I love that the editors and the cameramen have all knowledge and all truth. They are omniscient, omnipotent, everything that starts with om. Like, they are them. <laughs> they know everything, and yet they're trying, to, they're trying to sell this show as love and truth. And beauty. And I'm like, well then step in and say, this woman is f***ing lying, Colton. You're going to get down on one knee with a $15,000 ring. But here's the truth. Moving on to date number three. Home is where the heart is. One-on-one date with Hannah B. I think she's crazy, but I also think she's kind of endearing. I I can see why Colton likes her. Okay. I don't really care. I think that the I think the, the I think they start to soften up on the editing so that they can mm-hmm. potentially use them in in a paradise. You Maybe know? so. I Here's the thing. I agree. I thought that his father actually gave him great advice, mm-hmm. and I also said like it was kind of cool because his dad literally said, "Hey man, I trust your gut over any woman's gut. Meaning, you're my son. I've got your back. Trust your gut, and you can't go wrong." And that's all a dad can say in a moment like that. Yeah. His mom probably said very similar things. As soon as I found out that Hannah was going to meet his family, I wrote, Hannah is going to go home immediately. You know, it's, you know, we can go into the night portion, I guess. Jet, do you have anything to say? Yeah, real quick. Uh, First of all, Colton spent so much time talking about the other girls that on the immediate cutback to the dad and him on the back porch, his dad goes, okay, great. Hannah's here. So, can you talk about her? (laughs) 
In other words, he just spent the entire time while Hannah was chilling with the family in the living room talking about the other girls, and they're like, the dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're fucking with this girl's brain because you don't give a shit about her. Mm-hmm. Well, he was also thinking to himself, why am I drinking wine? We're beersmen. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. And then his dad randomly says, three times in a 15-second period, the word women, which is really, really, really odd to me. He like goes, so Colton, so there's, there's five women. What, what makes you so interested in these women? He keeps dropping women, and his eyes, I'm just getting psychological on it, but his eyes looked weird every time he said it. It was really, really odd. So, we move on to the night portion of the date. This includes Hannah B's Barbie dress, and her also not actually knowing what falling in love is. So, ah. there's that. When we get into my corner, I have so many. Oh, I know you do. I know do. you do. I told him, I told him immediately, I was like, oh, Frace is going to go nuts on this so outfit. Much. Oh my gosh. I know. We'll get there eventually. My I'm Barbie so excited to go there. I just, dress. the train hasn't pulled into the Frace's fashion corner Because yet. it's All right. busy so, going backwards over a f***ing ravine. So, exactly. let's move into this night portion of the date minus fashion. Go. Okay, so Colton says, thank you, which is no. That's what you say to somebody after they said, like, I'm in love with you, and then you say thank you, that means I'm not in love with you. I mean, it's a polite thing to say. I rather don't think than, it is. Well, I, what else do you say? That's what you say to a Get stranger out? you never met when you hold the door open, like they hold the door before you at a bodega. I think that you could do better than that when it's somebody that thinks Here's that they're in love with you. Beer. Well, whenever I hold a door open, I always just say I love you. And then yeah. after he says thank you, he goes right into the other thing that you don't say. You say it, but it's just not what the person wants to hear. He goes, someone else is going to make you happy. And she literally kind of just oh. like does this like hand thing. Like, like please don't say that. Don't, oh. don't. I know you're a nice guy and I know you're trying to save face on national television. He says, and I genuinely believe you are a nice guy, but like, uh, just let me be upset. He says, <laughs> I know there's someone for yeah. you. So we're moving on to date number three. Saying goodbye is never easy. This is the two rose group date with Hannah because Hannah B is gone. So Hannah G is now Hannah. Hannah. Kerpa, Cassie, and Heather. This is a long-ass car ride, and there's a chipmunk. I hear the train a-coming. It's taking girls on home. You guys. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hitting some deep tracks today, yeah. aren't deep we? Deep tracks. <laughs> deep track Wednesday. Does anyone have anything to say? I do. Heather's new job is has been kissed, by the way. Just so yes, you guys yes. know. I know we, yep. we've been saying that. It's a difficult job. It literally said has been kissed. Yep. And then I wrote, oh, good for you, Heather. You're going to break up with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all know Heather is going home no matter what at this point, right? Like, it's just We too, all just knew it. It's too funny. As I wrote, it was never really there. Kudos to Heather for, you know, like, stopping this now. That wasn't easy, but it's the mature thing to do. Get on that train and find yourself a man. So, the way that Heather stands on the train while it's leaving, <laughs> nobody mentioned, and I'm very frustrated about it. What? Did the, she bevel? Yes, she beveled and she, she did a looked at goodbye. Colton. No one stands like that in real life. No one poses like that in real life. No one has that look in real life. It was there right. to I be actually, captured by a camera. Like, it was so hysterically Instagrammable. It was like one of the easiest breakups that I've seen on the show. Yeah! She was like, 
Well, that didn't work. Well, yeah. Fine. They sat down on the side of a mountain, and he goes, So, how are you feeling? This is going to be crazy, right? And she goes, I'm done. Yeah, and then I was like, And then he was like, You're done? You know what? I'm done. That was easy. Right after, what's her name? HBK leaves voluntarily. You've already forgotten her name. Yeah. Hannah G said that HBK wants to make sure that she goes, I think she just wants to make sure that any relationship she is in is the most genuine one. What a novel concept, Porcelain. No wonder you haven't gotten much airtime because you don't talk because you know where you stand intellectually. You're not giving her a lot of credit. Well, no, she I might give her a, a lot of credit. She ain't using that tongue for talking. <sighs> well, Whatever. then we get in all this Cassie Kerpa drama and... Absolutely. Here's the thing. Cassie finally gets to talk to him. Cassie is blindsided. Blindsided was thrown out. A lot. A lot. Yeah. I, I literally wrote lots of yes. blindsided. Cassie is blindsided, but Kerpa doesn't want Colton to be blindsided, so it's a double blindsided. This is like a double rainbow, but like bad. Yeah, but like blindsided. How many times can we say blindsided? Blindsided. Both Cassie and Colton are sitting there waiting for the other to talk about the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Remember how he goes... Are you okay? And she just sits there and she goes, Are you okay? And like none mm-hmm. of them know what's happening. But then I wrote, They look at each other and they cannot help themselves. In the words of phrase, her eyes were popping. At this point, there is a Whiskey Cavalier ad. Because of this, I can't do it justice. So I'm going to ask these two men in the room with me to read through my own interpretation of the Whiskey Cavalier ad. A girl. A boy, they're secretly in love, but not so secretly in love. It's dangerous. And then Phrase can read it. It's dangerous. There's whiskey, we assume. (laughs) They're cavalier. A show you've definitely seen before that you've never seen before. Whiskey Cavalier. (laughs) That's beautiful, thank you. All right, listen, let's get real. If I were Colton, I would say this. You're not a man. (laughs) <laughs> I would say, listen, Cassie, every girl has agreed that you are not ready for marriage. There have been three or four in a row that mm-hmm. have said you are not ready for marriage. So rather than tell me it's all made up, like they keep saying, that's just made up. Just say it. I said, tell me what you've possibly said that could be misconstrued, because I highly doubt that they've all conspired against you mm-hmm. for no reason. It's You're like, right. What have you said that might lead to this massive misunderstanding? Their defense keeps being I, like, they're making it up, and he goes, that's what I thought. Come here. And he gives them a yeah, rose, yeah. and you're like, what? Yeah. We haven't cleared anything up. Night portion. Look at all of that cold food on the table and Hannah's hallway giggles. Lead me to understand that their relationship is purely physical. And to have a physical relationship with a virgin over the age of 25 as well, kind of hilarious to me. I'm sorry. And but of course so she it's got a funny. Rose. She was the easiest rose in the history of roses because he walked into the room and went, which one of these hasn't been crazy? Because everybody else, if, if you're not being talked bad about, you're the one doing the bad talking. So that means you and you are on a different plane than the one who's just sitting over there. She has the secret. I in, mean, rec- the recipe about, is what Hennessy's doing. But, Be tiny and hot. And shut up. All right, so Jet, do you have anything to say before sneaky Kaylin time? I just love when Kirpa and Cassie freaked out when Kaylin walked by. It'd be awesome if she was just, like, going to drop a deuce. Like, going to the hall bathroom. <laughs> and they're all just sitting there going, you know how they go, wait, what? 
What's going what, on? What's so going weird. And you just hear the, the toilet flush, and then she just leaves. That would be so And great. she's got, like, toilet paper, like, attached to, like, her heel. But, but it did ult- ultimately end up being something crazy. I've never seen anything like it. But it's like, why is she saving Cassie? That was really odd to me. I think so, that too. That came in to save Cassie. That's my horse. My horse has a halo. Kaylin I... went in to save the front runner. She went up and saved yes. her voluntarily. Why is she keeping her afloat? I would like if if I were if I were Kaylin, I would have been like, I hope he chooses Kerpa because he doesn't even like her. And then I'm one step closer to getting married to this guy. One hundred percent. He lifts the rose like a rapier, by the way. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite thing. Please. I thought you were say favorite word because rapier is a good word. So Colton has this swirly rose pickup, and I kept asking myself, why on earth didn't he put it between his teeth? Like he was about to do a tango. Yeah. That was amazing. The rose goes to Cassie. Not Kerpa. Yeah. Kerpa has no tears. None. None of the girls have had tears. Only Hannah B. I didn't even see those. I actually have a specific yeah. note written well, about you, how I'm still not you seeing You didn't see her tears because you were distracted by those fucking awful shoulder pads. Oh, wow, we haven't gotten there yet. We're but... about to, because I feel like this is a trip to Frace's fashion corner. Bite my tongue this entire episode because I have many things to say about fashion. Of course you do. Of course you do. And I've been biting my tongue so, I almost bit my tongue so hard it bled because I was bleeding for how awful those you bleed. shoulder pads you were. Bleed I bleed for fashion. fashion. Yes. Yes, you do. Like, Why am I always held prisoner in Frace's fashion corner? I never get invited. I'm held prisoner. They're like, oh, you're going. And Go. he just starts going. You can come and go as you please, but you're always going to come in Frace's cat fashion oh, corner. Oh, God. We're going back to the top of the episode. Yes, Remember yes. the park? Remember? Yes. You know? And we've got the dog there. And I say, Hannah B., that's an aggressive park outfit. <laughs> it's a black see-through with like a leather jacket yes! over top of it. I'm going to go over my dumpster for a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like Cassie's glasses. She wears glasses at one point because she's dressing down. They're like back in the place. I see the the black horn rim offsets the blonde perfectly. The the high pony. The high pony in a bandana. You guys know I love a good bandana. You do love a good bandana. If there's one thing I know, I like bandanas and I like accessories. There's a cross around Tasha's neck, which is impeccably placed for ABC. And Kaylin has a cross ring on. So it's a ring against a necklace. I don't know. Also, I had some things to say about Colton. Colton should always wear a white button down with a black blazer. It's a good look for him. It's very classy. And then we get to my favorite part of the episode, which was that hideous thing. This dress on Hannah B is atrocious. Oh my God. The shoulders, no. No. It's a nice color, but the dress, Mm -mm. sweetheart, what was going on in your head? What happened? You know what she said to herself? I'm ready to go home in a limo. You know who wasn't ready to go in, home in a limo? All three of those girls for that last date. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, if you're worried about going home, you have to pull out the big guns in fashion. And all three of these women looked <laughs> stunning. That wine necklace on Cassie, are you kidding me? What's that drawing attention to? Everything that Colton likes. Kerpa with the white nails, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know it's in fashion this year, but I still don't get it. I'm not saying I don't like it, I just don't get it. I have nothing more to say. So, there is a closing montage. Excited. Hometowns. Screams. Drago! Drago! Family. Red flags. There's chocolate all over Tasha's ass.
ass. And then Colton says, you can't tell because it's in your crack. You guys, even though there is no rose ceremony, I am still so down for the rose rundown. Oh, oh my gosh, there's still going to be a rose. Okay, so number one, Taisha. Great. <laughs> He's not wrong. It crushes mine. He's not wrong. Mine says, uh, should be fun considering she threw 50% of the remaining contestants under the bus. Kaylin. Pageant. My horse has a halo. Hannah. B or G? <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that one. Yep. Exactly. And she's unscathed. Cassie. Front runner. I guess she used her Kaylin lifeline. That leads us straight into a pop quiz, guys. Oh my gosh, how do we go from there that to there quick. so quickly? All right. On the date with Taisha, Colton ordered an ice cream for himself. Pronounce it how he said it. What was it? Salt and maple, P-E-C-A-N. Oh, pecan. Does he say how pecan? How does he pronounce it? Go. Does he say pecan? Pecan. I think he says pecan. He says neither of those. He says Pecan, which threw me for a loop. Oh, that would. What's the name of the artist at the private Red Rocks concert? Who cares? Brett Young. Brett John... Young is correct. I wish his name was Who Cares, though. That should say, be a band. I was going to say Johnny Why isn't there a band called Who Cares? What was his hit song that he sang on the show? <laughs> Love is a Fire. Yeah, he was like, And you're in your wild, and you had a great time. He said, that's how he like sounded. Right, right. What yeah, but we asked what the title was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find it in singing it. Yeah, cool. I don't know either. This has been... <laughs> Chat! And Frace. And Chelsea. Leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag montage. Hashtag Rose Rundown. Hashtag Vid Diary. Hashtag Frace First. Hashtag Bambi of a Frodo. Hashtag Fashion Corner. <laughs> hashtag Frodo Baggins Style. Hashtag Cha-ching. Hashtag Garbage Fight. Hashtag Brett Young. Hashtag Jitmonk. Hashtag Rexalti. Hashtag Gift of a Thistle. Hashtag Colton Bontia. Hashtag No Chris Harrison. Hashtag Where's Chris Harrison. Hashtag He's Not Here. Hashtag Central Casting Families. Hashtag Whiskey Cavalier. Hashtag Lil John. We're all here for the right reasons. Bye, guys. I truthfully hadn't noticed Chris Harrison wasn't around. Yeah. I think he's like to you what Ryan Seacrest is to me. As weird as that is, because I love American Idol randomly. I'm like the last guy yeah. left. You're the guy that's like at the end of American Idol. Like you're still watching. I'm the guy that's at the club that's constantly requesting one song over and over and over sure. again. Even though the club has closed. And you know what that song is? 